this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Arrow. The next generation error reduction and mitigation system. For more information, go to arrowhp.com. Well, hello and welcome to Safety FM episode 100. Boy, oh boy, did I never think we were going to make it this far. But thanks to you, the listener, we have made it this far down the path. Now, today we have a lot of excitement going on here at the station of Safety FM. Today, we have a conversation with the Safety Justice League. Now, you might be asking yourself, who exactly is the Safety Justice League? And it consists of the following. Abby Ferry, Jason Lucas, Jason Maldonado, Nathan Bremen, and Joe Pena. So today we get to have an interview with them here on Safety FM. But before we get to that, we've been talking about for weeks now that something would be happening here today, January the 14th of 2020. on the Safety FM flagship show. Now, I'll tell you, this has been a great journey for me so far. We have made it to episode 100. You, the listener, have made this station more and more popular than what my dreams ever could have imagined that they would become. So as you have noticed, we have had a lot of safety professionals come on to our show here called Safety FM. We've been able to do a lot of interactions, a lot of conversations. I want to say back on episode 17, I believe it was when we had Scott Geller come on for the first time. And ever since then, episode 17 in particular, I feel like... The show has taken off and went into this place that I never imagined that it was going to go. We kind of still had a lot of people come on, a lot of buildup, a lot of influencer industry leaders come on to the show, and it was quite exciting for me. The great thing about it was that I got to partner up with a lot of different safety professionals that also had podcasts, some of them different from what I was doing. And I looked at it and I said, hey, maybe, maybe we should be able to bring them on and us kind of do some things together. And that's really how some of the stations started really being built out. I had started Safety FM, the show and the radio station, not knowing that it was going to continue to grow to the format that it started to grow into. Now I want to say we have somewhere close to, I believe, 15 shows all together on Safety FM at one way, shape, or form that have been on there, left, so on. New shows come on. Uh, Last week alone, we signed Sam Goodman with The Hop Nerd, which is a new show. In two days, we have another show starting the Essential Leadership Cycle podcast with Rob Fisher. But what I've noticed with this going on, that we're bringing on new shows, 
and new things onto Safety FM, it has caused a lot of confusion. And what do I mean? So it becomes this. It becomes, is Safety FM a show or is Safety FM a radio station? So I caused some of the market confusion by bringing people on and still having it under the same name. Well, I always knew that at least minimally, I wanted to get to episode 100 of Safety FM, the flagship show. So as of today, after this episode, the Safety FM flagship show will be no more. I want to stop the market confusion and I want people to know that Safety FM is a radio station or a podcast network that has multiple shows on them. Now, I love the different people that we have on our network, but I want to make sure that we understand right away that I'm not going anywhere. We will rebrand this show from Safety FM, or as we call it, the flagship show, to the Jay Allen show. Now, I'm going to tell you, Safety FM, the show, the flagship show, has been excellent on what I've wanted to accomplish to this point. But going forward, I'm going to do some changes. And let me explain. The show going forward here we're going to be setting it up directly as we have it on the radio station. So the Jay Allen show will be the radio station show and we'll bring it over to the podcast format. Now here's the deal with the Jay Allen show. We're still going to talk about safety. That is the bread and butter of everything that we do. But I've also noticed that by calling the show safety FM, it has put some limits on some of the people that we've been able to bring on. So going forward, we will still do almost everything related to safety, but from time to time, we will have people come on that are in different industries. And things that I find interesting that I think you, as my friend, would enjoy as well. There's some influencers that are out there that we've reached out to, we've interacted with, but they won't come on because it's called Safety FM, even though it's a flagship show. So going forward, we'll do some changes there, and that's perfectly fine. I still want us to have the conversations that you and I have every so frequently. The other thing that you'll notice right away, there will be a change on the time of when the episode comes out. The episodes normally have been coming out at 3 o'clock in the morning Eastern time or midnight in the West Coast on Tuesdays and Fridays. Well, going forward, they'll still come out on Tuesdays and Fridays, but they're going to come out a little bit later in the day. From what I'm being told, it should be around noontime. We might work on that a little bit just to figure that out. 
But I wanted to let you know, this is the change that's coming forward. So there was a lot of reference that my future would be my past. And at some point before in my younger career, I did have a show called The Jay Allen Show. So that's why the future, my future is my past or my past will be my future. However you want to word it. But I appreciate the 20 million downloads and streams that we've had to this point. I could have never made it to this point without you. Keep in mind that we're not going anywhere. If you're listening to us on the podcast format, it will still be the same RSS feed. You'll still find us in the same places that we were at before. But now it'll be titled The Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. So I don't want to take away from the Safety Justice League that we have for the interview for today. So I appreciate you being a listener of Safety FM. But going forward, it will be known as The Jay Allen Show. Enjoy the Safety Justice League here today on Safety FM slash The Jay Allen Show. Top Safety Speakers was created with the sole purpose of helping organizations achieve and sustain safety excellence. Top Safety Speakers is recognized as North America's most impactful provider of safety excellence speakers and facilitators. Sustainable safety excellence is not one-size-fits-all approach. That is why Top Safety Speakers have handpicked a wide selection of speakers who impact and empower safety culture and performance developing leaders in inspiring workplaces for over 16 years. For more information, contact Top Safety Speakers at 866-494-0445. That's 866-494-0445. Or go to topsafetyspeakers.com. Well, I want to welcome the Safety Justice League to the show here today. So let's not waste too much time. Let's get started with what people want to know. Who came up with the idea for this and how did it all get started? kind of a, a, a spoof on the original idea of, of basic dude stuff that was being shown on LinkedIn, but to switch it up and do it as basic safety stuff. And then we were going to um, just kind of like have somebody, I, I think Jason uh, Maldonado even filmed a, a video of him in a harness saying, harness, lanyard, D-ring, basic safety stuff so <laughs> we brought that into into the idea and i took that to uh to jason and abby and abby was like you know there's a lot of bs and safety already maybe we don't want to have a bss as a hashtag and i said <laughs> you're 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 100 correct and she goes but what if we put together a kind of an ask a safety pro collaboration like we'll we'll answer a question and each one of us will answer it and we'll do a collaboration video that way and then she had immediately had like three question ideas and i said you know what that's a that's a great idea so then we started looking at who is creating great content on linkedin right now and then we did an invite of all of them uh, that you see as the safety five uh, to originally come together and try to determine, um, try to put together good safety collaboration videos and answer good questions. And that's kind of how it came about. So as this comes about, did you feel that this was your direct competition and anyone can take the, take the question and answer it? Because I I just kind of find it interesting. I know that it's, you want to share the message, but there's always some competition involved in it. So I think uh, for me, I didn't ever feel like it was a competition, but what was, I didn't know what was going to come out of it, but the, 
the learning that I get, because we don't collaborate on the answers. We just come up with a question and then we, we all answer them independently and then Jason puts them together. And that was unexpectedly incredible to me because there's we're similar but we're not and and really we get a, a lot of really great learning and knowledge just from these other awesome professionals so that that's been cool for me i haven't felt like it was a competition we can so fight how does though the pro- yeah. how, does, how does the process go though so let's say for instance i decide that i have this one topic that i would like to discuss how does it go is it an email chain how does it work out that you get the the line of information and what is the timeline in regards of from one starts that it actually gets moving we use Nathan? the DMs. <laughs> we use the LinkedIn use the DMs. DMs. Yeah. Um, there's an open DM group thread with all of us on LinkedIn. And so it's pretty open. Like as far as the competition aspect, there really isn't competition. And we try to keep it collaborative where it's like, hey, what do you want to talk about this week? And who wants to post it? But always Jason Lucas is the man with the editing. <laughs> so we rely on that part big time. But the rest of it is, is pretty open. So as you, as you look at this and you're moving forward with it, as you are becoming more and more popular on LinkedIn or in social media, however you want to word it, you guys were already pretty popular as is. How are you looking this as it changes moving forward? And Nathan's the only one that has an answer yeah. so far. So go ahead, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to reiterate what Abby and, and Jason M said. It's definitely not a comp. I don't feel competitive at all. In fact, uh, I go out of my way to support these guys and I'm, I'm happy to do it. And I feel very supported in return. So I think it it's definitely collaborative and it helps us all out, you know, um, as far as how it's, you know, going forward, uh, I have, I did notice a jump in my numbers. I, I don't really, I don't really worry too much about that stuff. Um, but, uh, the collaboration, you know, getting involved in, in what they post and sharing each other's posts and supporting each other. Um, you know, I, I think all it's, it's all sunshine from here on out. I think, I think it's just, uh, we have uh, good stuff on the horizon. So are you, so when you say good stuff on the horizon, you know, being a journalist, you can't just stop yeah. right there and go, what does that mean? So what are you, what are you looking on doing? Or is there going to be some longer content stuff coming out from the safety five? Well, we're going to sell leggings with ladders on them. Um, hey, you, you, so there's, there's a market for everything. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. So, so personally, I, I'm a bit in a transitory situation myself um i i've been typically you know i'm a corporate safety manager and i just started getting on linkedin and i thought i'll i'll just see what i can do on linkedin kind of switching from being a consumer to a producer and that all started really um when i started uh talking with safeopedia.com um you know they encouraged me to hey why don't you try doing a video and i was the type of person that was like uh you know i don't it kind of scared me to be honest with you and i thought well if it scares me i should probably probably be doing it um, so I kind of let that fear guide me. If there's something that kind of scares me a little bit, that, that means I should be doing it. Right. Um, and so then, you know, that, I guess that got the attention of Abby and Jason and then they reached out to me and I, and, and I was happy to jump in, but, I, but I'm kind of going from a transition from being a corporate safety manager to trying to get out of that corporate setting and into more of being an influencer. Um, and, and part of that is just my own personal situation is that we're, we're going to be moving out of the country. And I need to find something I can do. Um, I won't, like my wife's getting a job in another country. I, I won't have a work visa, so I need something I can do online. And so I thought, well, here's a, here's a good opportunity for me to try to get something going online. And so it was just good fortune that I ran into these guys. So can we ask the country that you're going to? Yeah, yeah. Looking at Spain. 
Oh, very nice. Yeah. So you're going to have to learn another language, too, at the same time. Though. Yeah. Well, I, I, I do know some Spanish, actually. My, okay. my wife is from Chile, and uh, um, I've, I've been to Santiago, Chile. I was married there. So I, I have learned some Spanish, but I'll have to get, you know, scrape off that rust for sure. <laughs> So, Jason as Maldonado, as you as as you see this and it's moving forward, and I know you being an author, and I I actually took a deep dive into, into listening to the Accidental Safety Pro that you were on, and the interview that was done, and you talked about that you wanted to be an actor at one point and some different things. Have you seen sales on the book increase ever since you started kind of collaborating with the other people? I, I've seen hints of that. I mean, I. I could probably bug my editor at CRC and, and ask her every day what, what the numbers are. Um, of course. But <laughs> I, I don't. She's great. And I don't want to I want to keep that relationship solid. But uh, what I've seen is and, and I think this is probably the coolest part, because this was my goal in doing this was that people are reaching out more. And just asking, you know, hey, I saw your video. I saw, uh, I saw the, the, you know, the safety five, the safety justice league, all that stuff. Uh, you know, what would you do in this situation? Or even just simple things like, hey, you really helped me out. Um, you helped me see a new perspective. I mean, those are just really rewarding things. And and I think back to answering your question, Jay, about the future, you know, we've, uh, th- this is sort of a budding friendship and it's one that I'm, I'm really uh, thankful for. And, and we've talked about all kinds of possibilities, you know, longer content, different styles, um, putting up a YouTube channel, which we're working on, uh, it's actually up. And, you know, I think we just grow this organically and, and kind of see where it goes. But so far, it's been incredible. So as you look at this, do you think that they're in the future, there might be a conference or somewhere where some people can go and listen to all five of you speak? I mean, I know right now the ASSP is kind of limited to two speakers at their bigger event if, they, if they're on stage together. But are you looking at potentially, or is the group doing potentially all five at a time being up there and being able to interact with the audience. That's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't come up. So now it's on the list. Um, And I think some of this too is part of a a social media experiment that Jason Lucas and I are, are working on because we are presenting together at the ASSP safety 2020 in Orlando next year. So we're talking about using social media to Um, influence as far as getting a safety message out, whether it's within your own company or in the greater social media landscape. So honestly, I feel like a lot of this is just, we didn't have premeditated, you know, visions of let's be big social media stars. It's like, no, let's just collaborate on this and, and see what happens. And then it's fun and you guys are cool. And I love getting different perspectives. So we just keep going and see what happens. So if I was going to go ahead and see how the link started, who contacted who first and how, where, how did it all kind of group up? So how did the band start? Jason started it. <laughs> not so yeah, Jason, not, not so me. J- j- okay, I was going to say, you just spoke to yourself. <laughs> I did. Person. So Jason and Lucas, where, who did you contact first? Who was the first person you went after? Uh, actually, I, I was already communicating with Abby for the uh, for the upcoming uh, ASSP speaking event, and then I I started getting more and more connected with with the other Jason, and he was the one that brought Nathan to the uh, to the to the forefront. He's like, you really need to check this guy's stuff out. Uh, it's under Redbeard. You know, he's he's putting out some really good stuff, and so I started following him and getting more involved in his stuff. And we all know that that Joe, she's just a rock star. So uh, she was, 
you know, top of the top of the line. And then so when I started thinking about who do I really enjoy watching their stuff? And I was like, those are the people I want to collaborate with. And it was these four. And so that was the reason I sent the original uh the original it started as the ask a safety pro group in uh linkedin and it's now since transitioned to uh safety justice league so they call me superman because i'm the one that brought it all together <laughs> I'm, I'm batman very humble i can tell <laughs> so as you're as you're moving forward with this so you are so you're, is this what you're going to brand it with then the safety justice league yeah, I, I think it, it. I mean, with uh, we're borderlining on on sounding really uh, pompous, and and that's not the the <laughs> <laughs> that's not the intent. Um, it actually came from a really cool uh, comment that we got on our first or second video, um, and I can't remember who did it. Jason, it was one that you posted on the DM thread, but it, it, yeah, it was Kyle. Okay. It, was yeah, Kyle it was Kyle Kruger, Kruger and he, which he does some awesome content as well. And he had posted on there, you guys all have great content individually, but you're like the Justice League of safety when you come together. And so I changed our DM thread to uh, hashtag safety justice league. Very nice. So who was the first person that said, okay, let me tag the other people in the group? Because then you're seeing more and more posts with you guys tagging each other. So who came up with that, with that brainchild? Because I thought it was a genius idea, especially because now you're you're expanding your audience as you're doing it. Right. I, I think that the the idea I've been tagging safety professionals in in my posts for quite a while, um, but when we started talking about and collaborating on on the first video, the idea was one we wanted to make sure that everybody got that everybody that's involved got tagged in it. Uh, two that the hashtags that that are specific to us got put in there as well, and that everybody on the team shared the video on their own feed as well with their own spin on it. Like not. Every Everybody's going to post music lyrics before they uh, post their the Ask a Safety Pro when it's their turn. Um, Abby's probably going to say, "Let's talk." Um, so there's everybody has their own little niche, but that's why we wanted everybody individually to to post these videos. So it wasn't the same person posting them every time. Each person in the group is going to post them uh, depending on on when the last time they post one was, and then the rest of us share it. So right now, as you speak, when you envision your perfect target audience, who is that person? When I'm doing these, I'm often thinking about the people that were just like me. So, and not like me in every way, but people that are on their own and don't have other people in their safety department. So we can be kind of like their safety department or their coworkers or colleagues virtually. Yeah, and I think that's a big challenge is that it is such a diverse audience because you get a lot of chefs in the kitchen when it comes to safety. I'm sure we've all experienced that within our own organization. You know, everyone has an opinion on safety and they're all different, right? Um, but especially on LinkedIn, it's very diverse. I mean, even within a single company, you have your senior executives, you have the board, you know, you have the frontline employees, you have the middle managers. And so I ran into this very problem. Um, you know, I struggle with it, to be honest with you, as far as who's my audience today or whatever. And you kind of have to isolate out a niche or a cohort and target that person for that day or for that message. Um, I just recently finished a webinar and my question for the people who are producing the webinar, I said, I said, well, who's my audience, you know? And they just said, ah, it's like 400 people, like just a general, you know, probably more safety people, but it could be anybody. So, um, you know, so I threw a little bit 
for everybody. You know, some and some some people are going to be just you know middle manager safety safety managers, but they're going to be in all different types of uh, you know every different types of place in the evolution of their safety culture and their safety program. You know, I met one person who is in a fast growing company and they they've never had a safety program before. So I you know so I try to I try to reach across the gambit and provide information that can help people at different at every different stage. You know, my experience is mainly working as a corporate safety manager for a company that's 23,000 people. Um, and so, you know, I can't just speak to that audience all the time. So, you know, there's definitely a diverse audience. And sometimes I struggle with, you know, identifying who, who I'm talking to. So you reference you reference quite a bit the, uh, the actual different companies or the company and the different people that are there. So referencing company for a moment, here's my curiosity question. Are you getting a lot of pushback? from your organizations because you're becoming so popular on social media? I'm not. I don't think anyone has really picked up on it. I mean, not that I know of. And and um, I don't know. I, I haven't personally. Same here. I don't think anyone even pays attention. <laughs> I think I think we have um, our safety friends, you know, that are out there in our social network um, that are paying attention to this stuff. And there's some people that I've noticed are definitely like they're super fans of the videos that we post and they really like to jump in and get engaged in the comments. So um, to answer the question about my the company I'm working for, I honestly don't think it's even on people's radar. Um, but I wanted to add something about the audience thing is that it changes every time. Like, I don't think we have an intended audience with each post, but what happens in the conversation starts to drive the audience for those particular posts. So um, I had a post this week about bathrooms, <laughs> like job site bathrooms, and got a bunch of engagement from people overseas. Um, there was a post a couple weeks ago where a bunch of people from Australia were chiming in. So you just never know what you're going to get. And that's that, and that's actually another big part of, of what we want to do as a group is is the actual engagement aspect. You, we, none of us are going to post a video and not engage. And it's awesome because like whoever posted this week, that week, you'll see the rest of us responding to comments or questions on that post because it, it's important. That engagement aspect is 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 really, really vital. So I, I, I want to chime in on the uh, the feedback and, and company issue. So I have gotten a little bit uh, good and bad, but I've noticed that any time that I, I say something that's maybe a little bit not per policy, um, I get a few eyebrows raised. Um, the good side, though, is that people understand that the message is is what's important, and and not that any one of us is ever always right. But we're having those conversations and we're getting people talking about issues that they don't usually talk about. And I think that's a really big key, at least for me. Now, has anyone noticed yet that there is, we'll say, another group that has started mimicking what you guys are doing? No. So is yeah, there? there is. Is there really? Seriously? I, I have. Uh-huh. Yep. It just started. I want to say it was earlier in the week. They, they it was... Go ahead and you can ask their professionals, but they were trying to tie it in more into their company, um, but they were making some big posts online about it. So I didn't know if you guys have already noticed that you have, that you've already disrupted the market, that some other people are being inspired by well, what as you're long doing. As, 
Yeah, that's awesome. I'm flattered. As long as they go with that's Marvel, because awesome. we're DC. So, <laughs> I are, do we want to look at box office trends? At the uh, yeah, probably not. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the the popularity thing because Jay, you mentioned that word, and it's a funny word to me. Um, but I feel that what how other maybe copycat or inspired by groups, how maybe they could go wrong in this is the engagement piece. So no matter how popular other people might perceive us to be on the on LinkedIn or other social media platforms or how popular we might think we are, um, none of us are above jumping in and responding to every single comment that comes in our posts. And I think that's where the organic reach and just the, the people that I've been exposed to and then now have other, you know, side direct message conversations on really good stuff has really increased with all these posts. So I think that still that organic engagement is key and that if someone was trying to, you know, copycat or be inspired by what we do, we do so many little things that add up to what makes it successful and makes it come across people's social media feeds. Well, with this being people being able to get direct access to you, have you had anyone already reach out to you and say, hey, could you make a video surrounding X subject matter? I personally haven't, but I do feel that with these videos, people feel like they almost know you and that they can reach out and like start conversations that would usually start five conversations in after being introduced to somebody. So they jump in like, hey, we're buddies, we're friends, we're colleagues. And that, that can be good. Yeah, and bad that's sometimes. something you're putting your you're putting yourself at a very interesting place because you have to keep in mind that of this. These people are seeing you on a weekly basis on some of the videos, and then some of them are seeing you based on the posts that you're doing that it could also be in video content. So it's automatically, it's my friend that does X that's based out of here. So they think that they have this direct relationship with you. So that's why they feel so comfortable reaching out and having these conversations. Yeah. So that's something that it has to be very weird, especially when you go somewhere where you don't know X person and they come up to you like your best friends. Yeah, I had, I've had a couple experiences that on just the personal level, um, you, you know, you're asking about like how we had the idea to start taking each other and um, to get a bigger network. I think it's more of like, you know, you just try to try different things and see what sticks. Right. And our passion is to get the message out. Our passion is to support people, um, to try to bring awareness to these issues that we feel are very important and underserved in the safety community and in, and in you know, in general businesses overall. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had some surprising times where I've commented on a Saturday and I got less engagement on a Saturday and I thought, okay, the weekends probably are, aren't quite, people aren't checking LinkedIn. And then I posted another one, end up with, you know, 20,000 views in a couple of days and on a Saturday, you know, and, um, um, you know, I, I it's, it's very, it's very interesting. I, I had one experience where I had a, somebody called me and they said, Hey, I get, you'll never believe what happened. I was talking to a client in Wisconsin, make their cheese maker. And they said, I'm following this guy named Redbeard on LinkedIn, you know? So I've, I've had a little bit of people, you know, knowing who I am, hearing about things like that, but not in person. It hasn't happened yet. Anyway. Yeah. I haven't had in person either. Even with the even with the beard, it hasn't happened in yeah. person. I'm well, really in shock. And that's the thing is like with the red beard. When I was thinking, I read a book called Invisible Influence, and it really you know it, was, it made a big impact on me because I found I found out that you know the number of times somebody sees you, the more attracted they are to you, like um, or the more times you see a product, the more attracted you are to that product. It's just the way the human brain works. 
it's familiarity equals influence. And so I thought, all right, well, I'm going to be frequent on LinkedIn because I think that's important. And I'm going to engage people because I think that's important. And then I thought, well, what can I do that to, to make, to make, you know, that kind of makes me stand out or, or can make people remember, remember better so that it takes less impressions to, you know, for someone to be more, I don't know, I guess, to, I guess to improve my influence that way. And that's why I went with, with the red beard thing. Um, so, which yeah, and it only took him and a week to grow. It is an epic beard. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I shaved last night actually. No, but um, the hell of a five o'clock shadow. I, I actually had a. But uh, uh, sorry, Nate. No, no oh, I, I had a, 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 talking it. about weird instances, Jay. I mean, like to Abby's point, we we all do a lot. Uh, on the sidelines to, you know, record voice messages to new contacts and, and just reach out to people, engage in their comments. But, um, I was, I actually took a day off a couple weeks ago. And so I was sleeping in, it was like nine 30 in the morning and my phone rang and it wasn't a number I recognized. And I got on this, uh, on this call and I'm groggy and this guy goes, Hey man, what's up? It's John. And I'm like, Hi. <laughs> And it was somebody that had found me and, and somehow found my phone number online and, and wanted to tell me a safety story because one of because of one of the Ask a Safety Pro videos. So really, really weird, but really, re- yeah, rewarding wow. um, for sure. I mean, he, he actually, you know, I chatted a little bit, you know, just small talk. And then he got into this story that had just really affected him about a, a coworker that had been injured. And, you know, we were able to kind of uh, connect on that level. And I just, I mean, it was it was strange, but it was a, re- a really good experience. Are you sure he wasn't giving you hey, a maybe. story? Maybe. I'll steal it. I'm, I'm not about that. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see this going next? Of course, you know, we're coming to the end of the decade. People are going to make a big reference to this. So as you're moving forward, where do you see your next steps? What are you trying to do? I know that it's been organic to this point, but you're going to have to give it some direction. So what's the next? what's the next phase? Well, how does a Safety Justice League podcast sound, Jay? I will tell you that there has been conversations with multiple people that are on this particular chat at the moment that we've had discussions about podcasts and they've come up with different ideas. I've been open to this network to you guys to come on. So whatever you would like to do. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Abby. Yeah, I think, um, you know, our voice content in a podcast format would be really awesome. I still think that there's value in the video uh, format. I think, um, you know, I'm a big Gary Vayner, Vaynerchuk fan. I mean, I don't um, I don't make any secrets about that. I love Gary V. So uh, I'm, I love any way that we can get safety messages out to people. And I think, um, I don't think that there's a point of oversaturation really, uh, because not everyone's digesting everything and hanging on to every word, but they might pick up a podcast here and there or watch a video or comment on something here and there. So as far as where the future goes, um, I really think it's important to, uh, as we've already established, our own identity and character. And I feel that at some point there will be some value in that, especially as um, online training, virtual deliveries of training gets more uh, widely used to not just like the big companies that can afford big training budgets, but smaller companies too. And I think that's where the impact will be. So I feel that our group is positioning ourselves as hey, we're safety professionals, we identify like this, we have something to say. And I do think that at some point that that could be worth something. 
Yeah, I, I mean, we've had that conversation between the five of us, and it, it's something I think we're we're really interested in. Um, again, I, I think the motivation for this thing was pretty pure. You know, nobody came in saying we want to be famous and and be the most popular safety professionals. But I think just it, we're all at a point in our careers, and we're all you know about the same age, roughly. And you know, it's it's time for us to talk about our experiences and, and give back to. Uh, the people that that are maybe struggling that have been where or that are where we have been, and uh, so we're we're ready for that. But the the podcast idea was something that was was pretty enticing to all of us, I think. Well, I think that there there is a market for your voice in regards of getting the information out there, and you guys do it in such a unique format that I think that it should be something that. If you are considering, let's really have a serious conversation about it and see what we can do to move forward. We'd love to have you on the platform if you're interested in doing so. Or at least I would love to be able to do some assistance um, in regards of kind of giving you direction on what needs to be done if you're interested in doing that. I mean, this doesn't have to even be part of the show. This could just be a totally side conversation. Well, that sounds good to me. And, you know, I just kind of work here. They call me the Flash of the team. And so I'll just <laughs> do whatever Superman and Batman tell me to do. So where does that leave Abby and Joe? What are they? Does anybody want to say? Or we were, yes, we were just we were. talking about this. Right? right? Fight over like Wonder Woman or like, what do we do here? Well, no, they're, they're, <laughs> I don't know. Because I, I, What is it? Batgirl, Wonder Woman? Yeah. What's there's somebody else? Yes, or is my daughter think, would but say there's, there's cool ones woman. too. There's like the Black Canary, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. I'm, uh, I'm bringing out too much of my inner nerd. Yeah, there's Catwoman. Catwoman. <laughs> but it, but is Catwoman still a villain? I mean, you have to look at it that. Well, way. I don't know, Jason with his <laughs> leggings. He be. might be Catwoman. Strong <laughs> <laughs> Catwoman contender. <laughs> so let me ask a question real quick. What you, is there anything that you guys would like to share with the audience that they might not know about you that might be a point of interest for you to bring up that could put you know put some shame on on you at the same time too. Yeah, I think there's a couple things I want the audience to know. One, we don't work together. <laughs> a lot of people mis misunderstand and think that that we did this because we all work for the same company. We we none of us work for the same company. The other thing is, this is like actually the first time all of us have spoken together. Uh, normally, it's all done through through the LinkedIn groups. So you you can get a lot accomplished uh, without having to work with one another. But the other thing is, is, is that, you know, collaborations work. It's important to, to bring together great minds, because like Jason and Nathan were saying in the beginning, th this has opened my eyes up to a whole lot of different ideas because we're all speaking on the same question, but it, no, it nothing's drafted. It's not like I'm going to talk about this because so-and-so is talking about this and so-and-so is talking about this. It's like, here's the question. Let's try to keep it short, mm -hmm. which is always the hardest part, um, <laughs> so that when, it, when the you know, edited video comes together. It's not eight minutes long. Uh, let's try to keep it short and, and succinct. And then we'll, I, I think we'll one thing I there. want the, the audience to know about us, um, is if we formed a really unique, really cool friendship and, and we don't just talk safety. We, we just, we get on there and we joke around, we send memes and gifts to each other. And, you know, just, it's, it's a lot of joking around and having fun and just kind of having a resource. And I think, that's uh, it, it, many times in my career. That's something that I've been missing. Is you know I, I can talk to my family and my friends, but they're not safety people. They don't 
necessarily get it the way these guys do. And and it's, this has just been a really great outlet, I think, for all of us to to just kind of let some steam off, have some fun, joke with people that think like us, and and just really develop a good friendship. So I think that's why uh, why it comes across genuine and interesting. I think that's a lot of it. Yeah, and, and also, you know, I would be remiss if I didn't point this out that I would encourage people to communicate with us if they have questions. It's called Ask a Safety Pro for a reason. You know, ask us questions. So anybody who hears this, reach out to us. And if it's an answer, if you need an answer that I can't necessarily provide, I can refer you to, to you know, one of the Jasons, Abby or Joe. Um, and so, you know, that's something maybe we could do better is to encourage our um, our listeners to ask us more questions. So I think communication and, and learning is really what we're all here about. Um, it's what it, it's all about. So um, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to us. I think all of us are very approachable. I love it when I get DMs from people about random things. Like I love answering questions and I'll do everything I can to help you out if I can. Abby, that leaves you. Um, I like the comment or the invitation for people to ask us stuff and make it more interactive. But I also do realize that a lot of safety people, they're very serious about their job and don't quite understand some of the fun that we might be putting out there and having. Um, And also that a lot of people aren't comfortable putting out content. So I think that's why our group really shines through is that we're putting stuff out there proactively. And I think a lot of safety professionals, they do just want to digest it and it gives them something else to think about. And I know when I was a practitioner, you know, working for a construction company, um, day in and day out, stuff is serious and there's a lot going on and you don't really get a lot of time to come up for air. And LinkedIn wasn't really around much back then. So I feel like LinkedIn now with our social interactions, it gives safety professionals kind of, like you said, that outlet where um, they can find some fun, find some different perspectives and they're not thinking about you know the 10 claims they had in the past month and having to be so serious and on all the time. Well, if people want to get more information about all five of you, where can they go? Yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah. We <laughs> have you a domain. No, uh, we, we have a, we actually have a um, <laughs> safetyjusticeleague at gmail.com email account um, that people could reach out to us on. Uh, or like Jason said, in anybody individually, and we'll all, we, we're all connected pretty much daily. So uh, the, they'll find out. And the YouTube channel has the archive of our videos as well. Okay. Well, I really do appreciate you, all of you taking the time today and actually spending some time with us here on Safety. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jay. Uh, we're happy to do it. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Why are we doing an essential leadership? Audit? What does it mean? What's it going to be centered around and why should leaders listen to it? To target some of the leadership attributes of human and organizational performance, personality, diversity, that will give leaders an opportunity to to listen to in short bursts and then give them something that they can actually do in their organization. Over 25 years helping leaders reducing errors and incidents, here is your host of the Essential Leadership Cycle Podcast, Rob Fisher.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.